Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Anne from Teachers Den. I want to thank God for the opportunity to be here, to be able to um, present another podcast to his people. And I also want to thank you for tuning in today. You didn't have to, but you did all the same. So, in this season, like I said earlier, we'll be talking about the nine fruits of the Spirit. We already talked about self-control and goodness. Today we're going to be talking about gentleness. Gentleness is another word that you may just, you're very familiar with. And you may also want to call it meekness. I know some people consider meekness as weakness. So, saying that being meek is an attribute of a child of God might somehow be hard to assimilate. But, for the saints, I'm sure we already have an understanding what meekness really is. The Bible described Moses as meek. The Bible also described Jesus as meek. The Bible also described Paul as meek. In fact, almost all of the prophets in the Bible were described as meek. But then, think about it. What exactly is meek? Moses, who was considered to be meek, got so angry that he broke the Ten Commandments that was um, written by God himself. Paul, out of anger because of the attitude of the Galatians, which made him talk about the fruits of the Spirit, called the Galatians bewitched fools. Hmm. And then Jesus... Who the Bible also considers as meek. Went to the temple. I'm sure we all remember that story when, you know, the people in the temple were buying and selling. And Jesus was so angry that he turned the tables upside down and scattered the place, asking the people, Why would you turn my father's house? into a marketplace making it a den of thieves oh yes but this these were all men whom the bible considered meek so i was going through um this series i was studying it and i was trying to think about what it really meant to be gentle so i studied I studied a few write-ups and I looked and there was one thing I picked. It was said that the Greek word for gentleness is also is called prios. Prios, P-R-A-U-S. And this means not being overly impressed by a sense of one's self-impotence. Now, 
you can actually say that this is amazing. You know, not being overly impressed by a sense of one's self-importance. It's almost like something that I said when I was talking about goodness. Do not think so highly of yourself. Learn to put others before you. Now that's actually what gentleness is. Putting others before you. Now when you put others before you, you also learn to lead them in the right path. Let them know when they're doing wrong. You know, basically everything that you do in gentleness comes with doing in love and in meekness. Jesus said that we should take his yoke. After saying we should take up his yoke, he said that he, his spirit, is gentle. It's just like people when they describe to you, when have you ever heard the voice of the Lord? It's that still, small voice. That's the gentle nature of the Holy Spirit at play. So being gentle doesn't make you weak in any way. Moses was one mighty prophet that the Lord used to deliver the children from Egypt. If you ask Pharaoh, he won't tell you that Moses is weak or Moses was weak. He won't tell you that. So let's not mistaken meekness for weakness. Being gentle simply means accepting in love and humility others. And even if you want to correct someone, even though the Bible also says you should correct in love and in gentleness, that doesn't mean that you will end up making someone's wrong or sin sound so subtle and calm simply because you're trying to be gentle. Paul was bold, but yet some dictionaries might want to tell you that the antonym or the opposite of of gentleness is being bold. But there are times as a child of God, you have to be bold. You have to be bold enough to speak the truth. Remember, you don't do what you do because you just want to do what you do. You do what you do. As a child of God now, remember, I'm talking about God's children. And I'm talking about people who intend to be God's children. You do what you do because of Christ's sake. The essence of Christianity is to bring up representatives of Jesus here on earth. That's why the fruit of the Spirit is important. 
because the fruits of the Spirit are the attributes that children of God are supposed to possess. These are attributes you find in Jesus Christ. They're attributes you find in other prophets and disciples. Even the ones that Paul trained, e.g. Timothy. Timothy was a wonderful protege of Paul and he succeeded. Now that's what God wants for us. God brings me up. I came up through someone. She mentored me. She taught me and she was willing at all times to let me know when I was missing it when I was going against God's will. She called me to order. You know, like the Bible says, chastisement at first is not sweet, but eventually you find, you see why it's important. So it's important for us to be encouraged and realize the will of God for our lives. When you have self-control by the power of the Holy Spirit, you now get the ability to do good works by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because remember, even Jesus said, no man is good except God in heaven. And then by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have a gentle spirit. You no longer become aggressive. When someone talks to you, you act like you're under attack. Even though the Bible says that God's children will be persecuted. But he said we should be joyous when we are persecuted for the things of Christ. This will encourage you and let you know that you're on the right path. The ability to preserve your strength and respond in love. We are, we all have this ability to influence people. So, what do you want to say when you want to influence somebody? Look, the truth is, we are all influenced one way or the other, consciously or unconsciously. We get influence. Sometimes you just might not know it until when you find yourself doing something. Then you remember, oh, it's probably because of what this person said. That's why I did what I did. But this is why God is trying to teach us to do things His way, to see things His way, to live life His way, so that when we speak, the words that we speak will glorify Him alone. I was reading something in the book of James, 
James chapter 1, 19. You know, the book of James really encouraged me. And I'll advise you, if you have a Bible, you could just grab it. And you know, you could look it, look at it. And we, we read together. This is James chapter 1, verse 19. It says, understand this, my brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce righteousness. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives. And humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your soul. Now, this is what gentleness is about. Be slow to anger. Be slow to speak. But be quick to listen. So, yes, as much as you may be you may think that you have a lot to say. I want to know I really have to express myself. I have to let you know how I feel. The Bible says relax. Be slow to anger. Be slow to speak. But be quick to listen. Because human anger in no way can produce righteousness. I'm also going to read to you something else. It's also from James, but it's from James chapter 3 this time. The last one we read was James chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. Now I'm going to be reading James chapter 3 and verse 13. It says, if you are wise and understand, and you understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying, for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic for wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition there you will find disorder and evil this is what verse 17 says but the wisdom from above is first of all pure it is also peace loving gentle at all times and willing to yield to others. That's why I say it all the time. When you have a deeper conviction of what Christianity is about, then you realize it's really not about me. It's really not about me. It's about God first others next then you last 
Because if Jesus had thought about himself, take a second, think about it. If Jesus had thought about himself, thought about the pain he was going to bear on the cross of Calvary. Well, some people say it's a tree, but it's okay. Same thing. He he died. That's the most important thing. He died. He had the nails go through his hands. He had the crown of thorns sit on his head. He took the beatings that pierced through his skin, pulling out his flesh. He bled so much that he even started bleeding water. That pain. If Jesus considered that pain, even though he did, because being a human, he actually did consider it. And he said to his father, Oh Lord, I pray that this cup may pass, but not my will, your will be done. That's what Christianity is really about. Being Christ-like. Submitting your human will at the feet of Jesus and living life as your Father desires you to. Look, the reason why this is important is because I know sometimes people don't like to talk about it, but it is necessary to talk about it. It's because everybody dies. You will die one day. I will die one day. And then you think about where you will go. Just think about where you will go. What will you tell? your father when you see him face to face when you stand before the judgment seat what will you tell your father you allowed the world to deceive you because the truth is right there the truth is right there in front of you I just pray that the Lord will give you understanding Help you to stay calm. Take away selfish ambitions. Take away jealousy and envy. He will give you the grace to love people. Don't think too highly of yourself. Be humble. Be humble. When you want to correct people, correct in love. But make them know that what they're doing is actually wrong. You have to stand for the truth. But gentleness is showing that your heart is filled with love and you really 
do not want to cause harm to anybody. You genuinely care for people. That's really what gentleness is about. You care for people. Whatever you're doing, you're doing from a good place. Just imagine this man. Let me say, I don't know who I can use as an example, but okay, let me just, I I will just say the rock. For instance, you don't see him, his build, he looks strong and hard. But then you see a man like that weep when a little girl talks to him. You know, there's just this emotions flowing all over him. That's what it should be like for us. You know you're strong. You know that, yes, you can face anything. But then there's just something about you. Something about God's word that makes you calm and makes you gentle. I pray that the Lord will give us understanding. I pray that the Lord will fill us with his spirit. And this is the advice that Jesus has given us. He says he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. So God, Jesus, gently leads us. He knows you. He knows your strength. He knows your weakness. But he's ready to lead you in love if you will just let him. If you will just let him. May the name of the Lord be glorified in our lives. May we not do anything that will cause people to mock God. Remember, you are a representative and a representation of Jesus on earth. I pray that as you listen, the Lord will give you wisdom. He will explain this to you and give you deeper understanding. And I'm just going to add one more thing. You know, just as the thoughts of the Father is different from ours, the Lord knows what His desire for us is. So it is important for us to seek God's desire for us so that we can follow his ways and do that which pleases him alone. I'm trying to open my Bible to Isaiah 55 just so I can read it for you. Just giving you one more reason why you shall draw close to God while you should really seek his desire. 
And this is what he said in Isaiah 55 verse 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my way, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. The Lord's ways are not our ways. Besides, we're humans. Our sinful nature could sometimes, most times, control our thoughts, control our actions. So it's better to stay in a good place. Look up to God. Ask for his guidance. Be self-controlled. Do the works of the Holy Spirit that could help win souls for Christ. Be good by doing God's works. He that wins souls is wise. That's what the Bible says. And in all that you do, do with a gentle spirit. Be humble, a heart full of love. Be selfless. Always remember, it's really not about you. The world is deceiving people, making them think, it's about me, what what I want for my life. Remember that that life can be taken away from you anytime. You do not even have control over that life. I don't want the podcast to be too long. May the Lord give us understanding and may the Lord teach us to live better, do better. And may the Lord give us a heart of love. Stay blessed. Be encouraged. All this I ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. Bye-bye.